0: I want to share a little something with what you guys think. So, by by a show of hands, by a show of hands, how many of y'all can swim? Right? By a show of, you lie, you can't swim. I used to be a lifeguard. Oh, you used to be a lifeguard. All right. All right, Rob, okay, okay. So there's a few of you that can swim. All right, so I was at the beach this weekend and and I would say I'm a fair swimmer. I'm not a strong swimmer, but I'm, I'm a fair swimmer. But I'll tell you, there's there's something about the ocean. Listen, if you don't if you don't respect the ocean, let me tell you something. Aside from the fact that there's stuff we can't see, aside from the fact that it gets there's depths that that man has not approached, the ocean is, is a powerful force, right? And so I'm I'm, I'm swimming. My wife and I were out were out in the ocean and the red flag's waving, right? There's an undertow. And I'll tell you, a few years back, that undertow got a hold of me. And like I said, I'm a fair swimmer, but I'm not a strong swimmer, and I got scared, man. Um, I almost didn't make it out. Because it seems like the harder you swim to get towards the shore, the faster and the stronger that undertow pulls you back out. Now I'm 6'1", so if I'm not touching ground, then I can handle myself for a minute, but knowing I was getting pulled further and further out, very, very scary experience, right? So, fast forward back to now this weekend, and I'm swimming, my wife and I are out in the water, and this undertow starts, and you you can feel it. You're standing in the water, you can feel it pulling at your feet, and you know you can see the shore getting further and further away from you, right? Now, I'm prone to panic, I'm not gonna lie, right? Instances like that where I feel like I'm losing control, it gets a little scary. But I remember after my first experience and I made it to the shore, somebody had told me, listen, when when you feel yourself trapped in an undertow, the worst thing for you to do is to swim straight towards the shore, right? What you're supposed to do, you're supposed to swim at an angle, right? Almost parallel to the shoreline, but just a little bit of an angle. And if you keep treading, and you keep swimming, and you keep pushing, and you keep kicking, you'll eventually get to a place where you can stand and you can gain control over yourself and then you can kinda move yourself out of the water, right? So, I'm in this undertow, I'm getting pulled. I start to panic and I calm down. I go, wait a minute, I know how to handle myself in this situation. Took a deep breath, waves are crashing. And I just start, I start swimming, right? Start moving, not feeling like I'm getting anywhere. I'm swimming, I'm swimming, and, 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 I, and I touch down and I realize, okay, I'm, I'm on ground now. I'm going to be all right. And I hear my wife behind me and she's like, babe, help me out. Help me out. So I reach around and I grab her hand and then I start swimming again. And now I'm just pulling her along with me and she's i shorter than I am. Right, right here, right? And together we get to a spot where we can both stand. Whew, talk about prayers of thankfulness, right? So, we get up, we get on the ground, we get back to the shore, and that was that was the end of that story. So now let me tell you why I'm gonna share this story with you. Probably about three weeks ago, I read this song and, and it kinda stuck and resonated in my head, in my head. And, and I wanted to share with you, but I wasn't sure exactly how I wanted to set this up. So until this thing happened this weekend, it was a little bit iffy about how I wanted to present this to you. So mental health is a big deal, okay? Depression, anxiety, suicide ideation, all of those things are are, are real. It, It gets dismissed a lot. But when I think of those types of things, I think of the effect and the impact that it has on people You can understand when they say things like, they feel like they're drowning, or they they feel like darkness is overwhelming them, and and there's no escape from it. And and the thing about depression and anxiety, a lot of people think that folks that are suffering from that just kind of give up. But what they don't realize is that these people are treading water from the second they wake up till the second they lay their heads down at night. It's a day-to-day, hour-to-hour, sometimes minute-to-minute battle to keep their head above water, to prevent themselves from drowning under the pressure of whatever mental health and anxiety and stuff like that that they're going through. Now Psalm 42 reads this, okay? It starts in verse seven. And it says, I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day, the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me. And through each night, I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. I feel like I need to repeat that one more time. Psalm 42, starting at verse 7, it says, I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me and through each night I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. When you find yourself waves crashing, beating you up, knocking you upside down. You can't tell which way is up. You can't get your feet planted on on solid ground because every time you do, your legs get kicked out from under you. I'm talking to one of you out here who keeps trying to get a job and then keeps getting ripped off because you're working under the table and all of a sudden you get fired. I'm talking to the person that finally got his license finally got his ID set, and then somebody comes along when they rest their head at night and steals all your stuff. I'm talking to this man or woman that's sitting here right now that feels so bonded and clung and unescaped by their addiction, whether that be alcohol, whether that be coke, whether that be meth, defense, whatever y'all into. It used to be fun. It ain't fun no more. And now every day is a battle, is a struggle. Not just for sobriety, for identity. Because you've lost yourself in whatever it is that keeps knocking you down. And worse than that, you've given up trying. But see what this passage is trying to tell you is that yeah, the waves are gonna come. They're going to knock you down. But what did he say? He says, I pray to the God who gives me life. At night, I sing his songs. You know why he's singing? Because he can remember that God has poured into him. That his word has sustained him. That the pursuit of righteousness has allowed him to overcome storms before And so with the knowledge of that past success, he can face the storm of today with hope for tomorrow. And even greater than that. Kind of like what I was talking to before. If I'm not able to save myself, then how am I gonna be able to save the next person? it's important for you to remember that God hasn't just called you to be just about you he puts everyone on this earth with a purpose and with a passion and the first and foremost greatest commandment is to love God and love others as you love yourself so as hard as I fight for my life, I'm gonna fight for your life. And I don't have to like you to do it. But the love that God has placed upon me requires me to love others. Whether you like me or not. And so the only way I can encourage you, thank you. The only way I can encourage you today <laughs> through this verse, is to let you know, yes, the storms do come. They rage. They are destructive. They demolish. They destroy. But God's word sustains. His promises restore. His faithfulness secures your faithfulness. And so whatever position, whatever circumstance you find yourself in today, and you feel like you're kicking, and you're kicking, and the sure seems to get further away, I wanna encourage you. Don't let panic be your first resort. Let prayer be your first resort. Hold on to the things of God that you know. Hold on to the fulfillments of promises that you've already experienced in your life. And recognize that if you ain't dead yet, that he still has purpose for you. And there is still a plan for you. So tread water. Feel God's love in the daytime. Sing His praises when you lay your head down at night, and know that because He has given you life, you have purpose. And as long as you keep treading water, you will find your feet on solid ground. And on that. So stay encouraged, my brothers and sisters, and know that God is always with you. Amen? Amen. All right, I'm gonna pray, and then we're gonna get this meal on the way, all right? Dear God, I thank you so much. I thank you that, in all instances, God, you give examples of your faithfulness, Lord. A lot of times we, we forget to thank you for the little things because the big things just seem overwhelming. Uh, The Lord, each and every one of us, we showed up here today and, you know, life just ain't great for all of us. Some of us are dealing with things unspoken. Some of us are just tired. Some of us are hurting. Some of us are angry. Some of us are angry with you. But your, your grace and your mercy allows for all of that. And your love transcends all of that stuff and so my prayer is that after we all throw our little temper tantrums that we might realize that your promise that's most assured while we live in this realm is that you will be with us not that you will spare us but that you will be with us and that you will sustain us and that you will give us strength when we are weak so I pray that we don't rest on our own devices, that we don't try to beat whatever it is that's kicking our butts right now by ourselves, but that we might lean on you, that we might believe in you, that we might trust in you, and that we might not just receive the love uh, that you have given to us so freely through the sacrifice of your son, which allows us to Start every day with an opportunity to be better than we were yesterday. But the promise of an eternity with you that will fuel us to draw ourselves closer to you that we can live the lives in this realm that you would have us live. And that we would be the people that you created us to be. Whatever that looks like for each and every one of us, Lord. But we love you, we thank you, and we pray this all in the precious name of Jesus. And so my brothers and sisters all join me in saying, Amen and amen. Well, thank you all so much for your time. I appreciate it. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.